know the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k24 myself marunzi alongside me as always the three-time nba champion mr bj armstrong mo real name no gimmicks you know it <laughs> you know what it is how you doing i know you got a lot to talk about there's a lot I'm, of man, listen, interesting man. thing that's been happening in in the nba a hundred percent before we talk about that okay. i want to say thank you because today uh, Spotify released their Wrapped, which is BJ. You don't use Spotify. You still use a vinyl record player. But yes. um... <laughs> shout out, shout out to the DJs who still spinning records. <laughs> I shout out I, to them. I tried to send BJ a vinyl right here, right next to me, Mo. That's the vibrations I'm on, and you're absolutely right. And I have a huge collection that you've seen and you know about. Yep. And I love records, so. Any time I send PJ a Spotify link, he just goes, what's this? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So Spotify released their rap this year, and it tells you which artists you've been listening to the most and which songs you've heard the most. But it also tells you which podcasts you've been listening to the most. And a whole bunch of you guys at home sent in screenshots showing that we are the number one podcast you listen to. So it's love. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. And a few of you guys sent in screenshots where we're not number one. Thank you. Thank you. But please, next year, join the winning team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bill Simmons ain't bring the vibes like this. JJ Reddick <laughs> ain't bring the vibes like this. You know the vibes, okay? Anyway, it's all love. Either way, I appreciate you guys supporting us. Uh, helping make this show possible. Shout out to NBA 2K as well. If you don't have your copy, get it from the link in the description. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, truly humbling to see how many people tune in to listen to us talk on a daily basis. BJ, I saw something yesterday uh, oh. that made me feel very, very poor. Very, very, very poor. Uh, broke. I don't know if you guys in America call people poor. Um, Mark Cuban, who acquired the Dallas Mavericks for $285 million dollars, in the year 2000, sold the team for 3.5 billion with a B, with a capital B. That's a 3.2 billion dollar profit. And I how much did they buy the team for? 285 million. 285 million. So it's more than 3.2 billion. I don't know the exact figure mm-hmm, that he that mm-hmm. he sold it for, but he's mm-hmm. made over three billion dollars in the sale of that team, and mm-hmm. he still controls and has the final say on. I'm not sure how they define it, basketball decisions for the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely insane. And know a lot of players talk about Mark Cuban and the way he's changed the game for players. You know, when they go to road games in Dallas, it's a whole different experience to visiting other arenas. And he's made the rest of the league step up their game. But how crazy is it that in just, what, 23 years? I don't think there's another investment in the world that's going to give you that level of profit across a 20-year stretch. What are your thoughts on this sale, BJ? Wow, that's a, that's a loaded question. Um, well, you know, Mo, the, I've been watching this professional sports business, right, for quite some time, over mm-hmm. the last 35 years. Most of my adult life, I've participated in sports, and I've been able to watch the basketball business grow as the game is evolving in which we talk about daily. And then you also watch, which is sitting behind that, the business of basketball. Ever since I can remember, I've always been fascinated with this business of how and why things are the way they are. 
So as a young kid in high school, like, why are the games on television? Like, what's the business behind that? Why are there certain advertisements on in the arena? Why are there advertisement pullovers on the chairs that the players sit on? Why are some why are some colleges and universities wearing this brand of shoes versus the other brand of shoes? So forth and so on. This business, Mo, is growing at a rate. And the evaluations of these teams, Mo, are just beyond me. So when I came into this league, Mo, most of the owners or the governors, is that what they call them today, they were buying these teams for less than $10 million. Crazy. To see now that every team in the in the NBA now is worth a, a billion dollars or more is beyond. So the business, as much as we talk about the salaries of the players, which always seems to be a hot topic, the thing that I find way more fascinating than just the obvious is the amount of money that is generated from professional sports is beyond, beyond. And it's continuing to grow regardless of whatever's going on. Now, here we are, Mo, we're in an, we, you and I just took a call the other day in an emerging market for on the continent of Africa. So as much money as we're talking about here in the United States, which we have roughly over 300 million people or so, right? Somewhere around there. Now you're having the potential or possibility to come to a continent where there's over 1.5 billion people on the continent or so, somewhere around, right? They got a billion people somewhere around there on the continent. And suddenly now, Mo, you're saying, $3 billion is a lot of money. But, Mo, let's do the math. <laughs> and you got okay. Europe, you got the Middle East, you got, East. Africa, you got the Asian market Asian, as well. Like, Okay, so, Mo, you're seeing this business continuing to grow in what we would consider emerging markets. So am I shocked? I would love to be shocked. However, Mo, I've just been around long enough to know that these teams will continue to grow the popularity of the sports are continuing to grow. And then, Mo, we truly have this thing now in basketball and other, other you know, sports. It's a global market now, Mo. Okay? It's not just an American thing or a European thing or whatever. It's a global thing. Mm -hmm. And basketball in particular is growing and we will rival at some point here football, which, you, which, is, which is soccer here in the States, because of the popularity of, of the sport and the growth of the sport. And this globalization mode of sports and this business is going to be fascinating to watch. Why? Is because you have politics will be involved in this. You have different cultures, different languages, different you got people. You have all of these things, but we all will come together because of our love of this sport and how it's going to continue to grow at the global level, Mo, to me, is going to be one of the most fascinating things. Because now, Mo, you could see in basketball, for instance, in the sport of basketball, 
we're taking parts of play-in tournaments, which you would traditionally see in football, European football, mm-hmm. and now it's been incorporated into American or the NBA basketball. So you're seeing now, Mo, the overlap, the experimentation of how to grow the game at a global level, and that's what it's all about. And I don't know where it's going. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. However, Mo, we know it's happening, and we know mm-hmm. it's going to continue to grow because as you and I like to say, or you like to say, secure the bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I still think basketball has a long way to go to catch football, soccer, football, um, because that's just it. Like, if you look at how many people watch the World Cup final, that's just crazy. Well, well, well but Mo, it's trending the arena, in the right direction. I mean, but the arenas can't have the same amount of people. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just a numbers game. It's a number. However, Mo, however, with technology now the availability how do you get the game so people can access so yes you know do i think you can do i think people will come in view of a basketball game at the same capacity of a, as a football game or american football here no i don't think there will be a, you can put a hundred no, e- even viewing figures i think 1.5 billion people tuned in for the world cup final and yeah, i think uh, there's a long way to go but it's it's heading in the right direction yeah, d- I, I think at some point here, at some point here, Mo, the participation for um, for American or American for basketball because you don't need an, a, an entire field. You know, you just basically need a ball and a hoop, and you can just go play. Yeah, I wish it were that simple, but here there's many fields, not many basketball courts. This yes, is the problem and, we have. <laughs> but 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 as society grows and the density of people living in there, like for instance, New York city, there's only so many fields you can build. Yep. yep. That's just, that's just the math of it, but you can put up a hoop and a ball and you can play. So at some point here, I hope the mayor of London is taking notes. Yeah. At some point here, you know, we'll see how it turns out. I, 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 you know, I don't have, I think football it's great. Like you don't want to take away the 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 space that's needed. However, as you know, Mo, you know, there are construction projects that get approved, not because yeah. it's it's good for you know young people or the youth or what have you. It's business. Mm. It's never personal. Mm. Uh, you mentioned politics. Mark Cuban uh, left Shark Tank on Monday. Sold the Dallas Mavericks on Tuesday. Many people are rumoring that he's going to put together a run for president. BJ, do you think it'd be weird if he became president? You know how the teams have to visit the president's Mo, house. Mo, Mo, do you I'm think that enough, would be weird? Mo, Mo, listen, 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 though. When you get to your 50s, you don't ask questions like that. Because, Mo, in this country, I've seen actors become presidents. I've seen all different types of people ascend to become presidents in this country. Okay. Would that be weird? No. I, I, I've I've lived long enough to say, no, nothing is weird. This is just what it is. Okay. And whatever is out there is out there, right? I'm not, I'm not from the well, here's the traditional way of something until someone does it in a non-traditional way, then we will we will say, well, this is the way you, you should run for president or this. Anything is possible, Mo. Anything is possible. So 
I'm not putting it past anyone. And if that is what it is, then I'll deal with that when that time's come. However, I am not in the speculation business. I mean, some people <laughs> enjoy it more than I do. <laughs> but if that were to happen, I'm sure you and I would re would request an interview from the president. That would be insane. Uh, Imagine be, the Hoop Genius podcast in the so, White House. Oh yeah, so let's begin to lay the foundation right now for the possibility, right? That, and if there's a possibility, the next time I speak to Mark, I'm going to say, hey, Mark, I don't know if it's true or not, but I want to be the first one to make this request now. So <laughs> you have my word. How about my brother. that? Yes, okay? amazing. And then, and then we'll see what Mark says. There we go. Well, speaking of you not liking to speculate, we're going to speculate some more here on the show because the in-season <laughs> tournament wrapped up the other night and we now have the quarterfinal matchups set for the in-season tournament. So okay. we're going to run through those and you're going to tell okay. me who you think's got the edge and I'm going to tell you who I think I've got the edge. The okay, first one ahead. in the Eastern Conference is the New York Knicks at the Milwaukee Bucks. Who do you think is advancing through are the these fixture? Team, are these games played in Vegas or are they no, played? No, so the core finals are in the regular season. I just <laughs> guess they'll change the schedule for the next time they're scheduled to be up. And then the semifinals and the finals will be in Vegas. So this game will be in Milwaukee. Um, I'm not sure if this is an extra game plus added on to the 82 or if this is part of the 82 game schedule. It's very confusing. Even with like the group stages they did, with which teams qualified and the point differential, it was very confusing. This is the thing. They've tried to copy from European football, but European football is very simple to understand. This tournament is very complicated. I don't know why they did different groups. I know why they did it, because they wanted to make them balanced and have seeding and stuff like that. They should have just made the divisions, like the Atlantic division, the Pacific division. They should have made those the groups so everyone could keep track, but they didn't. Um, so here we are with the Knicks headed to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. The last time they played, Jalen Brunson dropped 45. Um, but the Bucks came away with a 110-105 win in that game. Um, this time, a lot more on the line, a lot more to play for. How do you see this one shaking out? Um, I'm going to choose the Bucks, right? I'm going to choose the Bucks in this one. You know, however, I will say this about the Knicks. The Knicks, when you watch the Knicks, next time you watch the Knicks, Mo. I want you to watch out for this or look out for this. Okay. When the Knicks share the basketball, they're a pretty good team. Scott? Is it is Scott back on the show? Because I, I heard him on ESPN say this too. <laughs> Who would have thought sharing the basketball is good for a team? That's crazy. Yeah, now, it, it's like when they pass the ball, they're pretty good. Okay. Now, clearly... I don't think they're consciously doing that, but it's a thing to watch out for when they're, when they got that ball zipping around the perimeter and Randall and RJ Baird and Jalen Brunson. And they're, I mean, well, they got, they got some guys who can score a little bit. Mm -hmm. They're pretty good. So I, I, I will say this. I think the Knicks, you know, I watched them make a comeback the other day. I can't remember who it was against. It was against Miami, I think. It was they mm -hmm. were down twenty yep. or so. Yep, yep. And Amazing they had a fourth. Win. They had a they had an incredible fourth quarter. I okay. seen Stephen A. Smith leave at halftime. Oh yeah, okay. I, but I think the Bucks. The Bucks had a nice win against Miami last night, minus Jimmy Butler. But I think the Bucks will probably come away with this victory on their home court. 
I am going to go with the Knicks um, because last time they played, it was a very close game. Jalen Brunson went off and I think that it's going to be tough to stop him from going off again because of the Bucks perimeter defense, namely okay. Damian Lillard. But also Julius Randle was playing horrible basketball the last time they matched up. And I think he's starting to improve and I think he'll be playing better as well. The presence of Mitchell Robinson inside, especially on the glass, gives them a little edge um, with the rebounding battle with Brook Lopez down low as well. Um, Giannis is just going to have to put up a special performance because the winner of this obviously moves on to the semifinal uh, in Vegas and then the chance to win 500000 per person. But I think, for me, I'm looking at the Knicks and I think that they could... They could do this. I, I, um, I wouldn't. I listen. I, I just I'm wish this gonna... game was being played in New York because I know the atmosphere would be going crazy. This is a yeah, bit of a shame that it's being played in Milwaukee, right? Bro, I I, I think the the Knicks the Knicks have a good put it like this. I will say this: the Knicks have a chance for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think the home court advantage. I think Giannis on paper for me is just the difference maker. And so I'm going to pick the Knicks. But however, I I, I I like how the Knicks have been playing as of late. And I think you're probably right. You know, maybe they are listening to, you know, our, our good friend, you know, parking lot Perry. Because, hey. when, 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 you know, he, you know, he, 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 he has some insight there. Working yeah, there for he built that years. team. And. But I've just really started to notice it where it's like now it's like one of those things. You can kind of see it evolving. And when they do play a certain brand, they're really tough to beat. They're mm-hmm. really tough to beat. So we'll see. But I, I'm going to still stick with the Bucks here. Okay. Well, like I said, this tournament is confusing because the other quarterfinal uh, in the East is between the Celtics and the Indiana Pacers. Now, the Celtics have the best record in the Eastern Conference, 14-4, and four, and the Pacers are 9-7. and seven. However, because the Celtics went 3-1 and one in in-season tournament games and the Pacers went 4-0 and oh in in-season tournament games, the Pacers have home court advantage for this. So they'll be facing the Boston Celtics, who are undefeated at home, but are playing about 500 basketball on the road. So do you think that Indiana's defense can hold up? Because there's no questions about their offense. But their defense is where the Celtics can look to exploit them. So I think this is going to be a great matchup. I don't know if Porzingis will be back in time. I think these fixtures are played on the 4th and the 5th of December. So I don't know if Porzingis will be back. Um, But who do you have taking this one? I'm going to go with the Celtics. I'm going to go with the Celtics. Uh, And this one, even though it's on the road, I think the Pacers have been playing great. I think they're... I think you said they're undefeated, correct? They're undefeated in the in-season tournament. In the in-season tournament, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the um, with the Pacers in this. I mean, mm. sorry, with the Celtics in this. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to go with the Celtics. I'm going to go with the Pacers because every time I say the Celtics going to win, they don't do it. So here we are, uh, and that's that's the analysis you're getting from me on that one. Um, I mean, <laughs> you're consistent, Mo. So I'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go we, with it. We 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 we, free, we we know you, Mo. We know you. So, uh, <laughs> we know you. We know what you really mean when you say that. So when you so, want the Celtics to win, you just go with the other team. <laughs> so you're right either way. You know, you're right. You know either the way. vibes. Uh, yeah, okay. 
In the Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns will be traveling to your town of Los Angeles to face the Lakers. You know, after not seeing Kevin Who, Durant who's versus... That? Who's this? Oh, the Phoenix? Suns versus the Lakers. Oh, okay. After not seeing Kevin Durant and LeBron James go head-to-head for like seven years, now we're seeing them like for the fourth time in one season, which is fantastic. Um, the Lakers beat the Suns on the 11th of November in the group stage of this tournament. Um, 122 to 119. Um, but... We'll have to see because now Gabe Vincent, Rui Hachimura, and Jared Vanderbilt are all injury concerns for the Lakers. Um, the Suns probably still going to be without Bradley Beal, but who do you think is taking this? Because LeBron and KD will pretty much cancel each other out. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with the Suns. I'm okay. going to go with Phoenix here. I'm going to go with Phoenix due to the fact that they're that the Lakers have some injuries and some concerns, mm-hmm. and. You know, I'm I'm just a little concerned with the workload of those two players for the Lakers. AD's workload right now, especially early part of the season, and LeBron's workload. And with the injuries that you just mentioned, now that's putting more responsibility onto those two. So even though it's going to be in LA, right? I think that's what you yep, said. Yep. Yep. I'm going to pick the Phoenix Suns because of that. Yeah, well, the Suns are better on the road. They're seven and two on the road, and they're five hundred at home. Uh, so that's interesting. I I'm going to go with the Lakers. Um, I think, you know, we Anthony Davis loves playing basketball in obscure places. You know, he thrived in the Disneyland bubble. And so now maybe he will thrive in Las Vegas and he'll do what it takes to get there. Okay. <laughs> the world according to Mo. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, okay. I just think it would be good for business for the Lakers to be in Vegas for the in-season tournament to have LeBron James involved and whatnot. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be, they're going to be forced their way there. I'm just saying we've seen the Lakers get the advantage in terms of the amount of free throws they shoot and whatnot in numerous occasions across history. It may be a coincidence. It may be not. And that's what I'm going to say. I, I I go with that. I'm I'm going to go with the Suns. I'm going to see, and then uh, I'll be watching. I'll be watching yes. this. Are you going to head down to the game? I wouldn't say that. Mo. No, but the, the court is too bright. B, BJ yeah, needs the three yeah, goals. Yeah, I went to I went to one of the game Memphis with the court. Yeah, the Memphis game. It was just too much. I mean, it's just too much. Like you already go to LA and you got got so much stimulation, and then you put that quarter in there, Mo. I. I I, I, it took me about five hours after the game to fall asleep. It was just too much. <laughs> okay, well, the other matchup in the Western Conference is the New Orleans Pelicans and oh. a team who played fantastic basketball the other night uh, against the Golden State Warriors. It is the Sacramento Kings. Oh, wow. So, you know, the, the Kings have lost both games against the Pelicans so far this season. Um, and Zion's looking like he's getting better and better as the season goes along. But De'Aaron Fox is De'Aaron Fox, one of the most, you know, insanely explosive players we have in the NBA. Malik Monk off the bench, unbelievable. Sabonis is always solid. Uh, that battle between Sabonis and Valentunas is something that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, but who do you think is taking this one? You know, I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the Kings. However, in a one game like this, and if everyone shows up, I'm going with the Pelicans in Sacramento because I think the fans will be going because because it could be nice uh, for I, them to I, win the whole thing. Yeah, I I I'm going with I'm going with New Orleans on the road. Why I'm going with New Orleans. well, first of all, 
you know, as you know, Mo, I, I love matchups. I just look at matchups. Yeah. Okay. Sacramento is a it's a credible, it's an incredible, difficult place to play. Why? Because one, they're very talented individually and as a team, and they have a great fan base. However, Mo, Murray and Harrison Barnes, that's an awful matchup versus Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. <laughs> yep. They're just it's, it's a smaller it's, team. It's, they're a much smaller it's, team. It's, that's just a okay. Yes, you can play fast and you can do all of those things. And they will have, on the most part, an advantage playing that way. However, Zion, last I checked, if he's healthy, he's big, he's strong, and he's fast. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Ingram is seven feet, and he's big, tall, and play. fast. Yeah. Okay. That's just a bad matchup. It's just, it's just a, to me, it's always about the matchups. Now, so I'm saying to myself, what can Sacramento do? Right, they've already committed to being the fastest team in the league. Mm-hmm. So clearly, they're not going to play slow. Clearly, I don't think they're going to suddenly go big and try to match their size or and, length and or, put Sabonis at the four and, and four. Yeah, and now no. you're going to do that. So I just think in a in a game where they're going to have to play different, right? And it's going to mm-hmm. look. It might be one of those games where they make shots. Right? If you make shots, suddenly. Making shots or shooting a high percentage changes everything. However, if the game plays out and everyone brings their, like, A game, the best version of New Orleans, to me, will probably defeat the best version of Sacramento in a okay. one game. Okay? Now, I'm not saying they can beat them in a in a seven-game series. However, I don't see any counters to Zion. I just don't. I I I I mean... Zion and Brandon Ingram versus Harrison Barnes and Murray. That's not a that's not a favorable matchup. And mm-hmm. regardless of what Sacramento is going to do, they're going to have to address that issue. Whether they decide to go zone, double, go big, I don't know what they're going to do. But if one or both of those guys get it catch a rhythm during this game that's going to be a major problem. Then that's what I see on paper. However, the game will be played. I love how Sacramento plays. I just see this being a major, major problem in a one game. Like, it's just, just one game. So one-off, yeah. It's a one-off game. So I'm going to pick the upset here in New Orleans, even though it's at Sacramento. I'm tempted to agree. I'm tempted to agree. Uh, <laughs> You make a oh, very you gotta take Sacramento. Yeah. But, you got to yeah, yeah, yeah. take Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. But it's the Pelicans. There's still about five <laughs> days until this game happens. We don't even know who's going to be on the court for them. I they know. just have the worst luck with injuries of any teams in recent years. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And I know the fans are going to be going crazy because uh, it means a lot to the, the fans in Sacramento who have not seen winning for a very, very long time. One thing the in-season tournament has brought is the addition of the point differentials making a difference right so for the yeah, teams who yeah. want to be the worst, i don't know if that's good for the game i didn't like yeah, that i wanted to get I your thoughts because you saw the celtics hacking on their drum and send them to the yeah, free throw line I, to get their points up and what do you think about this well okay i understand how you're gonna you're trying to always have scenarios in which there needs to be a tiebreaker or so forth or so on okay i get it however mo 
something about the integrity for the game didn't seem right to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mo, you know how I love it when people say, I don't know what it takes to be a great player. I just know it when I see it. Mm-hmm. That didn't seem right to me, Mo. But I can't pinpoint it, right? I get why it's necessary to have this point differential and all those things, right? Because you got to have ways to, you know, to move on, make an argument or whatever it is to who, you know, who's going to be the top seed or whatever. But it didn't seem right to me, Mo, from the integrity of the game. And and it was the kid, what, what, and the kid they were fouling. Um, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. I mean, it was just an awful experience, right, to watch. Mm-hmm. They're up 30, and they're just like, you know what I mean? It was just, it wasn't good for the optics, if you will, mm-hmm. of the game. I understood it. However, it just didn't appear to be right to be. So hopefully they'll figure that out. But, you know, it's their first go around. So there's always things that you got to work out. But it didn't look right to me. It didn't feel right to me. And hopefully they'll come up with a new, a newer idea or a different idea that can solve that problem. Well, you know, just to go back to what we were talking about before, when the NBA schedule came out this year, there was only 80 games per team. The league left uh, two matchups, I think, for the in-season tournament. Um, you know, I'm just reading on it now. Um, eight teams have advanced, uh, but the rest of the league have received new matchups. Um, so the NBA has added games to the schedule for the 6th and the 8th of December, which previously weren't slated. So that's how it's going to work, apparently. Um, like I said before, it's very, very confusing. Um, I'm not sure why it's like this, but okay, cool. We'll roll with it. Uh, BJ, out of the teams that we discussed, though, who do you think is going to win the whole tournament? Um, I, I I I really don't like. I don't know. I'm gonna say New Orleans. I'm just gonna say Whoa. New Orleans. Okay. I'm just gonna say New Orleans. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say New Orleans. I don't. I don't even know why I'm saying it. I'm just. I because I really don't know. Like I'll, I don't. I'll tell you what it's I not gonna be. Okay. It's not gonna be a Celtics Lakers final, and it's not gonna be the Celtics winning. That's. Not what's gonna happen. <laughs> Is something in your eye, Mo? No, I'm just saying that's <laughs> not what's gonna happen. <laughs> if you guys are listening on audio, <laughs> you have to check out the YouTube. <laughs> uh, no, it could get crazy though. We could see the Pacers beat beat the Celtics. We could see the the Pelicans beat the Kings, and then the Suns or the Lakers. Like who knows? That's the beauty yeah, of the in season tournament. I mean, I mean, basically, what this reminds me of is you're trying to, I don't know, maybe this was the whole idea. You're trying to recapture Game 7. In so, so what it is, I'll give you the context. They have a competition here called the FA Cup, right? Because here yeah. you have divisions. So the Premier League is the best teams. And the best teams from the Premier League play in the Champions League against teams from the rest of Europe. And But the FA Cup is in England. It's every single football team in the country enters. Right. So even okay. like the most, the worst teams you could possibly imagine, they can enter and then they have loads and loads of rounds. But uh, is it the third round or the fourth round of the FA Cup that historically somehow big teams are always upset and lose 
by teams that not many people have heard of. They call them the giant killers. And there's always one. Usually there's always one every year where it's like a result where you look at it. It's it's like the equivalent of the Nuggets losing against the Pistons. Or or like, no, it's like the equivalent of the Nuggets losing to a G League team, you know? Um, And that's that's what they call it, the magic of the FA Cup. And I guess that's what they're trying to recreate here. But... Well, well, again, I haven't spoken to anyone of these four teams, but what any of the players on these four teams. But after this in-season tournament ends, I'm going to just do my own little survey. I want to speak to as many players as I can. I want to speak to as many executives as I can to figure out what is the mindset. I want to speak to the coaches to say, what is the mindset that the players have? Because at least the people I've spoken to, no one has like mentioned to me, hey, man, like, you know, when you get in the playoffs, like there is a energy that everyone, as you can tell, like, okay, the playoffs has begun. Everyone is up in their game. The focus, you know, I call like clients of mine and then suddenly, you know, they don't pick up the phone because they're getting ready for the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't had this same feeling about <laughs> like the in season tournament from the coaches, from the executives, or the players. But it could just be I, I'm not in the locker room, so I don't know. I haven't mm-hmm. had that same feeling. Maybe this one will be a little different, but I haven't had the the anticipation of saying, "Hey, man, the playoffs are getting ready. I got to, yeah. I got to get focused." You follow what I'm saying, Mo? Like, I haven't had that same feeling yet, but maybe it's coming. Mm. Um, But in saying that, Bo, I I will be interested to see and get the feedback of what the players and the coaches and the executives really feel about this in-season tournament. Does it really matter to them? Or is this just another game with a colorful court? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, I saw a quote. I think it was Josh Hart who says... I want to win because then I can just buy another watch. Which I didn't really know what to make of. I I, I have no comments. 500 grand. Okay, I have no comments. 500 grand, I'll be sold for the next five years, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Um, Yeah, I don't know what to think of it. Let me know what the players do say if you're going to make some calls around the league and we'll share that with our listeners. Um, It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. And this is is the first year. So I'm hoping that over future years, they kind of refine the format and make it easier to track and better for the fans. And also, I hope they fix the courts because we've seen a bunch of injuries and players slipping because the courts weren't ready. And apparently, a, a report I read online that the NBA didn't even have time to test the courts properly. They just went with them. So hopefully the courts are repaired and the Dallas Mavericks opted not to even use theirs the other night for the final in-season tournament game that they played because mm. of the slippages that happened. So hopefully everything's in order and we don't see any more injuries because uh, that's terrible. But yeah, let us know in the Discord who you guys think is winning the in-season tournament. You can join through the link in the description. Thanks once again to everyone who had us in your top listened podcast on Spotify Wrapped. If you're on, thank you, if thank you're on you, Apple thank you. or if you watch on YouTube or Google Podcasts, big up to you as well. I know you guys don't get the Wrapped feature, but we still see your support, so it's much appreciated. It's much love, and we'll be back tomorrow with more from the Hoop Genius Podcast. So make sure you subscribe, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from, and most importantly, get buckets. <laughs>